0: Welcome to the Interesting Podcast, episode number 146. This episode is with Jason Page, who you might know best as the singer of the original Pokemon theme song. He was so fun. We talked about him growing up singing, when his love of performing started, his beatboxing, working on jingles, how he came to sing the Pokemon theme song. What that whole process was like. He gives great advice for anyone pursuing success and so much more. So, you know what? Let's just jump right into it. Without further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Interesting Podcast, number 146, with Jason Page. Theme song time. Beautiful. Beautiful. Listen to that voice. It's just music naturally. Wow. Look at you. All the the voice is music. Everything we say is also
1: rhythmic and melodic. Everything we say is also rhythmic and melodic.
0: You're right. Everything. mm, 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 mm. There's a
1: guy that I just (laughs) discovered, uh, Ant Tunes.
0: Oh, and yeah? he
1: takes some of these radical speeches that people are giving where they're yelling, like the Karen's yelling yeah. or the preacher, <laughs> and he he lays it into a music track. And then he oh. he times out exactly where the voice lands and relatively where the pitch lands. Sure. And then he plays heavy metal music oh. underneath of it. It's absolutely incredible. Yes. Ant tunes. Ant tunes.
0: Ant tunes. I love that. Amazing Amazing. I've, I've seen a similar thing where a guy does a on piano he matches the pitch of the person talking and does it as if it's like with the music
1: <laughs> music speech is music music is everywhere tones are everywhere the vibrations of the universe are yeah. always happening it's beautiful Outside, mm-hmm. the refrigerator going
0: yeah, the water's there. going psh, everything is just it's music. everything just living in music I love it I love it.
1: Music everywhere.
0: That's right. i mean, So in. what do you?
1: So what do you do, Sue? Dude, tell me about your interesting podcast.
0: Uh, well, it's a show where I talk to interesting people. The end. <laughs> Are we on yet? Are we on yet? Yeah, this this will all be edited later on.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna take out all my gaps and
0: right. Oh, no, I'm leaving a dude. I'm gonna make my own. Oh, okay, please. Good,
1: <laughs> good, good. good. Feel free to <laughs> manipulate my voice to say whatever you want me to say.
0: That's right. I have a list actually. If you could just repeat after me, um they're all offensive, but I think we can get through them together. <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah, AI that does it too. It's a it's a show that I just uh, you know, I just find people who I find interesting and then I just get to know them better. I just I like people. I like people a lot, you know. Cool.
1: Can can you tell me what is your what is your viewership? Because there's there's no
0: numbers on some of those. Uh, sure, of sure. So the most recent numbers I got was uh, currently just over twenty two thousand. Woo! Total. I I mean, it makes no sense to me. I don't know how. <laughs> and and that's just and that's all your all your uh, platforms I, combined. I think so. I think so. I'm terrible wow, at great. tech, so I'm like maybe you know. <laughs>
1: yeah! 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 Yeah. No, that's just, great. That's great. I listened to a few a few minutes of some of your, your oh, cool. people and it and sound, it sounded good and so I was like Thank all right
0: you. this is this is dope. This is good. This is good. Let's do it. That's right. Dude, I appreciate it cuz you know, you didn't have to. <laughs> and uh, You, you know,
1: know, uh this is how we this is how we fight the the powers that be by yeah. having these interactions. This is how we we expand. This is how we connect make the best of a bad situation
0: yeah and I form inroads to making making a better world basically i agree and uh, i i think human connection is very important i think that's something that has like kind of got to the forefront especially with the pandemic and everything and people having to be separated it's like oh right interaction is like essential to existence almost you know (laughs) it's It's, crazy yes.
1: yes yes we die babies die if you don't pick them up and touch them they yeah, just die. Isn't that, isn't you could that crazy? feed them. You could water. You could give them food and nutrition. They will die without human contact.
0: Yeah. It's fucked up. Really it's fucked up. nuts, man. That's but are then, we. Are we PG? Can I say fucked up? You can say whatever you want. All right, get com- Let's get good. comfortable. You all know? right. All right. Let's get. All right, I, I have the most comfortable couch behind me. You know, we got you got to get you're in a hoodie. That looks awesome. I you see. Know? I see. We're it's winning
1: the JP, the new JP hoodie.
0: I love it. I love it. It's True. actually an old JP Hood. It's an experiment. but It's, it's, a, it's a vintage. And I've got a
1: little cartoon character of
0: myself. Look at that.
1: I love it. Somebody love put it. me in a, in a video game, and then somebody yeah. played that video game and saw the little character. What? And made And knitted a hat. How cool it's, is that? It's bizarre how, how that, the few stitches yeah. can actually identify me with very little detail. We're, we're all cool. very complicated and also very simple at the same time. I agree. That's the beauty of humanity.
0: I find, I like yes. it. I, yes, I I love how you see the world. That music is everywhere. I think that's so cool. where would it be? Absolutely. You came out of the womb and went. <laughs> 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 and they just your parents just took a microphone in front of you and started playing background. There we go. <laughs> it's an E. <laughs>
1: babies they've got the pitch the tone
0: they know they They have no insecurities right the
1: the frequency i think there must be some innate like if we studied and this would be interesting thing to do yeah yeah yeah. study the pitches and the actual tones of babies and what the sounds that they make and like being able to to go oh that baby was a 449 and that baby said 440 this baby actually had the shit and this yeah. baby was hungry. <laughs> like
0: there's, yeah, have like a that, meter, you know. Yeah,
1: I mean that's how animals communicate. They have a very that's specific true. sounds that they make, and it all sounds the same, but they're actually giving each other very, very specific signals across great distances. Yeah, with their caws and their hoots and their out.
0: We got to figure yeah. this out, Jason. This is our invention. It's a, it's a frequency based baby monitor. Boom! Takes- based baby monitor. That's right. And then Dude, you just <laughs> takes the guesswork out of parenthood. You know?
1: <laughs> I'll split. I'll, you know what? I'll, I'll split it with you. We'll patent it. We'll Deal. split it. It's it. It's on yeah.
0: now. I think this is binding. You know? <laughs> That's
1: right. That's right. Baby translator. Baby
0: translator. That's, That's right. It That's right. And then you can do the voices. You know, it'll be and like you can it- do the one for the
1: dogs too. You you know one for your dogs, and then you got one for your Done. wife as
0: well. Actually, Perfect. I saw that on Ian yeah. and Ian
1: Peel <laughs> and Peele already has the uh the girlfriend interpreter. Oh yeah, that's true. But but yeah, on a a very on a very scientific level, a physical level, we are vibrations. We give each other vibrations, and on a tiny little speaker of an old, ratty old phone, I could recognize my grandmother's voice. Yeah, recognize any voice in the entire planet. Yeah. Through a tiny little speaker, it's it doesn't even embody. Im- Im- imbi- it doesn't even require that you're in the room. You can do it. It's this it's amazing,
0: true.
1: amazing human technology. I human agree. Technology
0: is is the the most advanced technology. I agree. I agree. It's so cool. Did, so wait, did you? So you up? have a list of. Did I grow up singing? Yeah. Do I have a S- list sing- of things?
1: Uh, nope, I don't. <laughs> well, uh, BC, yeah, the list of things. But besides that, that actual question right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, I mean, I I think I grew up first. With the with the scream, which was a sing. That's which a good was start. singing as I came out. On pitch. And then I learned how to speak through learning my ABCs, which was a song. Ah, uh, that makes A-B-C-D-F-G. sense. C D FG. I mean, I guess you I know that learned learn to say the words right. I yeah. imagine the publishing on that song. Yeah. <laughs> Can you almost say as happy good birthday. as the publishing on Happy Birthday? Yeah. <laughs> Third only to the publishing on the Pokemon theme song. Boom. Which I don't own any of. That's not me. <laughs> so, sorry, unfortunately.
0: Yeah. Right, that's, right. Uh,
1: those people have more money than Bill Gates. I think. Yeah. At this point,
0: for show, sure. it's the gift that keeps on giving.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I grew up. I grew up. Uh, ABC song, and then all of the the, the relative childhood uh, nursery rhymes and sure. songs that you sing, mm-hmm. and then uh, a couple of periods of chorus in grade school. Okay. Uh, Okay. And then, uh, then uh, we got into the high school range, Uh and and I was living in Queens at the time. I don't know if you're you're familiar, Rockaway, Rockaway. I was living out in far Rock. Oh, right on. Cool, cool. Uh, And the schools out there were very restrictive. It was not the best place. So I auditioned for the schools, and applied for the schools in the other boroughs, and I got accepted to Music and Art High School. Oh, cool. Which is the the fame i want to live forever yeah. i want to learn how to fly hey mm-hmm. which yeah. uh, tv the tv show attracted many people in new york city sure. to that to that to audition for that school and i uh i got in as a voice major cool and uh and that's when my singing really got squelched by the yeah. educational institution that yeah. wanted to <laughs> direct my creativity into a very limited classical 12 tone sure uh eastern european scale right. references that's that's when, when everybody says you know it's music theory it should be called music theory based on early uh, late 18th <laughs> century eastern european classical theory sure. that's what we are existing in right now hundreds right. of years old structure that all of the schools teach and this particular yeah. school taught it with a with a a ruler that you get smacked sure. if you didn't think the right notes. Miss <laughs> X would smack the ruler. Uh, she, I think she might have smacked me once with that ruler. I'm not sure. Right. <laughs> she definitely was very much against me when I went out of the 12-tone scale or I sure. didn't follow the classical rules or pronounce the words well. So sure. that sort of restriction gave me a little bit of the structure mm-hmm. to basically break free of once I got out of school. I mean, literally... At sure. 3 p.m. when I got out of school, yeah. <laughs> I would hang out with my friends and yeah. we would rock out to, uh, you know, Mr. Crowley and Ozzy yeah. Osbourne and Iron Maiden and get it and the heavy metal bands of the of the mid 80s. And
0: sure. that
1: that led me to my own my own imitate all of those guys and be my own sort of yeah. singer and Hell not yeah. the singer that my school wanted me to be singing. Right. Oh, be you know, look at that. Like, that. That's not me. That's not me. But
0: <laughs> I love that it sounds so yeah, so beautiful, it's, and you're like, nah.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. There, there's there's beauty to it. However, it, it I, I think the beauty is ultimately in the intention, sure. and my intention was not to right. exemplify the lyrics that. The composer wrote about how beautiful th- are thy, how sure, sweet and whatever the German lyrics are. My intention was to pass the class right. and to <laughs> and to and to get the hell out of there and go jam with create. my band, yeah, and create and sing some Rush songs. Sure. My name warrior, yeah. meet me right. Today's time of to soil, me me dry.
0: Yeah, get it. So you grew up. Did you like when did you realize you could beatbox cuz that's a totally different skill? Yeah. I mean, dude,
1: beatboxing was the was the the language of the band rehearsal. Yo yo yo, play. Uh, you play and you play and you go
0: right.
1: So we would tell each other what to do in band rehearsal and that was, you know, the beatbox then was. Right. And now if you hear the beatboxers, they are. I at mean. Epic levels of. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah. Doing shit that I, I don't even know. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> what and they're ten years old.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I can't do the in lift watching them and trying to learn. And I'm I <laughs> used to be the only guy that could do beatbox. Sure. I beatbox with Aerosmith. I beatbox Yeah. on every every session I've ever done. I always do a little That's beatboxing so cool. while I'm hanging out, and they're like, oh, you gotta do that. You gotta do that. Yeah. Many of many of the gigs involve a little bit of beatbox in there. And for for most of my adult life until the past 10, five, 10 years, five Mm -hmm. years, actually, I've been the best beatboxer I know. And now (laughs) I'm on the 10th. I was the top floor of a 10 story building. (laughs) Now I'm on the 10th floor. uh, Maybe I'm on the 15th floor of a hundred story (laughs) building that that is built by. 10 to 20 year olds that are beatboxing their heads off creating sounds and language that is so incredible and it's because of you know because of the internet and all the sharing of things all i knew was yeah Yeah. uh you know fat boys and these old rap groups that used to beatbox a little bit yeah yeah that was my that was my beatboxing uh that's so
0: cool aerosmith
1: on stage and
0: yeah yeah and
1: i have michael I still jackson think that i michael I, jackson i didn't of beatbox stuff. with michael jackson i didn't beatbox with him oh but 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 uh, i did sang and sing and sing and rap with him however i still claim to have the loudest snare drum yeah. out of any beatboxer <laughs> <laughs> okay i maybe i'm seeing i'm going red i'm, I'm distorting the mic
0: Yeah, uh, i get it <laughs> <laughs> It's oh, a very loud so cool. it's a very loud beatbox that's still hey. cool though dude so so oh, yeah. then wait if you so if you're going to school for music right and then there's that whole thing like i imagine it's kind of like a jazz musician that goes to like a classical school you're like all right cool but like i, I want to go and like finagle this thing so you had that sort of like you know explosive creative energy you know so like at what point did well, said you wanted to be like a singer a performer
1: um, well, there was the performance aspect of my first day of school. Mm-hmm. Uh, my audition was a was a, a shaky, nervous mess. Months <laughs> before I actually went to school, mm-hmm. I, I sang uh, the, the key. Right? Oh. I'm sailing away. Hey. Right? Uh, yeah. Setting open cars for the emergency. Cause I've got to be free. It still sound like I'm 13. <laughs> free to face the life that's ahead of me. So I, I got <laughs> up and I was the first person in the first day of school to sing for the class. Get it? He said, He said, uh, He said, Everybody stand up. And everybody stood up. And then he said, "Everybody sit down, except for you." Oh. <laughs> and then I, I was standing up, and he said, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna sing what we sang for our auditions for the class." Mm-hmm. And I sang my "Come Sail Away," and the the class went crazy. They they freaked out, and it was like the first public performance besides my audition, which wasn't a performance. That was that was like a. a trial by five was a terrifying (laughs) first time singing for anybody besides in my house, for my my mother. Sure. Uh, uh, My father is a saxophone player. My Grandfather is a drummer. And up until this point, I had only seen them play a couple of times. So I didn't grow up with them being the rock stars that they actually were. I saw very little of it. Uh, But I did that that first day of school performance. And it was incredible adrenaline, of course. From yeah. that point on, I didn't sing anything that I wanted to sing until the band <laughs> outside of school performed at the first talent show. Oh, perfect! Excuse me. And, and the drummer's the drummer went to a junior high school, so it was like a younger school, and we sang our four song set: "Hungry Like the Wolf," "Beautiful," "Dark in the Forest," "Night is a Wire," seen in the Subway," "Earth is a Fire." Oh, get it! we sang you're not shy you get around you wanna fly you want your feet on the ground you stay up you won't come down you wanna deal you wanna move to the sand you get fire in your vein remember that song oh
0: yeah dude 80s music is my favorite
1: urgent (laughs) urgent wait and see what was one other song we sang oh (gasps) what happened here as a new york sunset
0: Disappeared,
1: I found an empty garden among the flagstones there. Who live there? Oh, I'm going to sing that yeah. one of my new series. I can't I can't believe I, I haven't I haven't done that one.
0: You on should the yet. You still got it. I have a,
1: I have a series uh, on my YouTube channel called Singing in the Streets.
0: Yep, I love it. I, started I love it
1: during the pandemic mm-hmm. just to just to be out there spreading love on and joy on the streets Yeah. like uh, I,
0: and uh, Thanks. and Thanks. I and I
1: keep thinking, oh, there's so many songs I could sing. I could just do one every day for the rest of my life and not run out of songs. Yeah. Um, but those are two that I'm gonna I'm gonna rock in the in the near future. Good. Empty Garden and.
0: Yeah. Hungry like the wolf. You should, because you're killing it. Still, look at it, and you still remember the set. Well done. Well done. Yeah. So that was my first uh, addiction
1: to the to the the thrill of performing. I had such adrenaline. I remember running through the. The halls of that school on East Ninety Sixth Street and Third Avenue, and just like it, it was the most high I had ever been as a human being, and sure. that was uh, that's still something I've been chasing. That high sure. since that day, and and have only come close to it uh, a, a couple of times. I mean, there's some there were some major major highs Uh, obviously michael jackson is a super high but i was a background singer so sure everybody was equally high from that event Mm -hmm. Uh, one of one of the potentially competing highs was new year's eve rocky horror picture show at rockwell table and stage in los angeles where i played frankenfurter and led the Countdown at New Year's Eve. I don't know if you're familiar with Rocky Horror, but it's- Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
0: That was uh, um, Tim Allen's character. Yes. Uh, Yeah. uh, But not Tim Tim Allen. Tim Curry, Tim Curry, Tim Curry. Can you imagine if Tim Tim Allen did it? (laughs) (laughs) Very different show. Yeah, very
1: different show, (laughs) very different show. show. It was one of those albums that my mom had when I was a kid, and when I was asked to do it at at, uh, Rockwell after having performed there for numbers of years, Mm -hmm. It was the culmination of my community, my my one of the greatest musicals ever written uh, and uh, and uh, just an an incredible time to do it on New Year's Eve because everybody wants something really special to happen at New Year's Eve. And true. What better way than to have Frankenfurter spank down the 30 30 seconds
0: (laughs) as we bring in the new year. So I did it for three years
1: in a row there and they were all incredible experiences.
0: That's so cool. You said your dad and your grandpa were musicians. Was your mom? Which did she sing?
1: No, my mother my mother still has a little bit of trouble singing, unless it's just in a group, everybody sings the same note. Sure. She tends to jump to a harmony. That's not the harmony.
0: Right. But right. she's
1: very artist she's very artistic. Oh cool. Uh, and she was she was she's uh, she's acted as well. And she's oh, right a great on. artist, so she can actually draw things, see things and recreate them.
0: With her hand very well.
1: Extremely creative person.
0: That's cool. So if did you grow did you grow up then in New York? And then you said you performed in LA. When did you make the jump across country?
1: Um, well my my uh my adulthood has been spent in New York. Until I got to New York, Mm -hmm. I was a uh I I was born in Texas. Okay, okay then I moved to I moved to moved to Baltimore for for first to fifth grade. Oh! Where I went to two separate schools, and then mm-hmm. I moved to Florida, fifth and sixth grade, two separate schools, as Florida what? What part of Florida? middle school. Uh, Hallandale,
0: Florida, right outside of Miami? Yeah, I'm in Naples. Oh, cool. Right on the other coast from Miami, but same yes, latitude, yes, uh, longitude. I was
1: thinking, just, just questioning, heading down to Florida, and I didn't want to go to Miami, but I really wanted to get some tropical time in, and I was thinking going to the west coast. Hey, if you do, I'll buy you lunch. That was a spot. <laughs> that was a spot. After Florida, I came to New York, which started me in Brooklyn, sixth grade, Brooklyn, cool. another school, seventh grade. Then I moved to Queens for eighth grade. And then finally Manhattan for ninth grade throughout uh, the, the next 20 something years till I oh. moved to L.A. Okay. As, as I had been going back and forth to L.A. for jobs and, and, and sure. various gigs and things uh, in 2004, I headed out there with my girlfriend of the time and mm-hmm. we pretty much stayed and I, well, I, and I've been back and forth to New York periodically. Uh, I still keep my apartment in New York, which I am at right now. I mean, sure. in, in my building in New York. Uh, but uh, I've been in LA for 15, 16 years now back or back and forth from LA to New York for 16 years. Sure. Uh, and, and uh, consider myself fully, fully bi-coastal. And I'm trying to, remove myself from both coasts and find a more
0: like a central hub. A more
1: cent- not only centralized, I just a more amicable, more socially uh, satisfying, more naturally appealing sure. environment. And I don't know where that is. Maybe it's in Florida. What do you, what's Naples got going on? Uh,
0: nothing. A bunch of old people. no. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, they, there's a saying down here. It's uh, Naples is home of the newlywed and the nearly dead. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> the average median age is, I want to say, in the late 50s, probably. We can There's bowling, which is kind of cool, you know? Sure. <laughs> For, you know, one time. Uh, you know what? There is a place in Benita, which is like 15 minutes north of Naples. There's a zoo-type place, but not really a zoo, where you can hand-feed flamingos. That's pretty cool.
1: Okay. All, all right.
0: right. I like that a lot. <laughs> the topography is much
1: the same as the as the East Coast. Yeah.
0: It's all yeah. It's just, just flat. Yeah. Flat. Just, humid just Everglades. Flat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You had to swim through the air down here.
1: Right. Yeah. Yes, I, <laughs> I remember it well. I remember it well. It was it was not very pleasant unless you were right at the water. Uh huh. Hundred percent. And there were no man of war. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's true. <laughs> Yeah, been there, oh, yeah. been there. So was 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 because you did singing, you did acting. Was it any performing you were kind of going for, or did you have like a I want to be this?
1: Um, I want to be the very best. Right, uh,
0: right, like that segue. Yeah, yeah, there it is.
1: <laughs> yeah, the the, the the performance of voice led to some musical theater, which in school there was there. But by my senior year, I was able to do some some you know, non classical things, one sure. or two classes, I had a musical theater class where I did Follies in, as our senior show, which is a, a, an acting challenge. So you got to see that music isn't just about music, that music is about telling stories,
0: which right. is acting.
1: And, yep. it's, and, and it's actually more about acting than it even is about music. Sure. Uh, in most cases or, or the cases that I more uh, appreciate where people are communicating something very important, not just hitting notes and saying words. Right. And uh, and actually, I've, I still have had very limited experience acting without any musical elements. In, in sure. other words, there's always a song or singing of some sort that I have to do. I, I've only done one straight play that didn't have music, and I played a dog that had no dialogue. <laughs> the whole- i was just this dog on stage pretending to be a dog it was an amazing challenge because <laughs> yeah it required a lot of focus and a lot of acting i bet uh with some incredible actors but mm-hmm. uh yeah they're just kind of one and the same really they, yeah to I me they're so. one and the same and i'm just communicating something i'm 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 convincing you of something i right. have to get you to believe something right. and whether i'm doing it with notes or just doing it with words and character it's the same goal exists or I'm trying to entertain you or I'm trying right. to take you away or inform you of something. So
0: sure. So any way that you were entertaining an audience, that's that was the jam. This is the same thing right here. Yeah, I, t- I agree. Know,
1: we're acting, we're talking, we're communicating things, we're making our case. Mm-hmm.
0: And if uh, if you want to break it down, we're doing it with rhythm and pitch. That's true. Well. That's true. I'm CGI. I'm not even a person.
1: Right. You're you're <laughs> <deep> fake. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, CGI, yeah.
0: Do you so when you're when you're growing up doing like music and really fun stuff with your friends and you're in these bands, when you start doing it like professionally, like you start getting gigs? When you got your first gig, was it different than you expected?
1: Um I, I think the first gig, I kinda of can't remember what the first gig was somebody we knew had a jazz band. His name is John Hammond, and he played He plays organ, still plays organ all around the world. That's cool. Uh, He asked me to sing something, a session for him. He was paying me to sing on the session. And it was interesting. But uh, because it was somebody else's thing that I was getting paid for to do, and it wasn't, and it was singing. Obviously, before that, I had had managers and I'd done some commercials and acted in things, but they weren't musical. Right. Uh, I, I like I did a, uh, a I did a I did junior star search in 1986. Oh, there you go. And a couple of TV commercials that I just was acting in. Cool. Um, but there wasn't much acting to do in that. But it in this one session, I remember singing this song and being able to, to do my own thing on somebody else's thing. And it was very interesting because I had to I had to take direction and listen. And I was getting paid at the same time. My band was also playing out. And that was considered professional because we would get sure. paid part of the door or some, you know, fee totally. for, for doing the gigs, uh, but it didn't really start to become a real professional pursuit until the band, uh, singing for money specifically, until the band broke up, Sure. The band, the band wasn't singing for money, that was changing the world Yeah. with my music. Totally. And money just happened to be a byproduct of it if we could make it. That wasn't, right. it wasn't employment. It was art. Mm-hmm. And when, I got, when the band broke up, I got into doing jingles. And that totally. was singing for money, manipulating my voice for the purpose of the product. Right. To communicate once again, but to communicate what that product wanted for that fee that they were offering me and the residuals that it could possibly bring. Absolutely. Right. The, Get it. Right Get there. It. So... Yeah, it's an interesting thing. It, it changes the way that you the way that you express yourself when you're expressing with a dollar price behind it and so, a producer that has an expectation as mm-hmm. opposed to the free roaming I- I- improvisation or your own work that you can do as an artist there's and and the trick is to take that money and sound like you really mean it.
0: Yeah. And and yes. re- and
1: actually yeah. really mean it. So Sure. So that's kind of where, where the, the magic happens. You hire this guy to do exactly what you want to say, and and he's got to make everybody believe that he's really doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's it's it's a it's an interesting it's an interesting challenge because if I don't believe in something or I think somebody has uh, nefarious intentions or the product isn't right, it's harder for me to commit to the to the sale of it while sure. I'm performing it. I'll just be like, going, ah, I can't believe I'm doing this. Yeah. <laughs> this dude wants me to do his project, and it's awful. I don't believe in what he's doing. And then I'm like, um, and I tried, I, I've tried not to do that as often, as often as possible. But every now and then, there's a very, very stark difference when you get in there and you're like, wow, this is, this is not what I thought, thought it was.
0: Yeah, I, I always wonder with like creative artists and stuff, because like, a dream job is still a job. Right. So it's like you can have right. this idea of what it's going to be. But when it's a job, a lot of times it's different than a lot of people expected on the road to it.
1: Yes, you have to be a partner in the product and, and, and the oh, producer. You have to be a partner of the producer to really believe in it, what it is you're doing. A lot of times after I do a session, I'll go out and I'll buy that product and just commit karmically
0: sure. <laughs> to have
1: the product and and uh, and see what it brings. Uh, Strangely, on that note, I I did the Pokemon theme and I didn't buy any Pokemon, which I (laughs) so should have (laughs) gone right out and bought a pack of those cards. Just one (laughs) pack of cards. That's all you would have needed. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, but later on, as I understood the ecosystem and, and really started diving into the lyrics, because it was a job at first that I really committed to and really converted into the belief and the sound of my voice yeah. and, and, you know, to sell this idea mm-hmm. that are embedded in the lyrics that are all great lyrics, except, mm-hmm. you know, we just didn't know what really Pokemon were at the time. Right. But we know what every, everything else about that song is incredibly impactful, powerful, positive, and Absolutely. I can get behind everything in it. And then, of course, now I understand I can actually get behind Pokemon because they actually represent all yeah. of the other lyrics in the song. Mm-hmm. but uh, that, that's one of the products that I wish I would have karmically yeah.
0: supported <laughs> <laughs> the day after I did sure. that session. How did that come to be? How did you end up get that gig? Because it's um, a Japanese show that moved here. Yeah. Well, the Japanese, uh, sh- when they
1: moved it here, they gave it to four kids for distribution. That was the company right. that was going to distribute it. They redub it, and they create a new theme song for it. They hire a jingle house that at the time after having done many jingles for many different jingle houses, I get called in based on what they know I can do. And as a chameleon, I can do a lot of different voices. They know I can sound 14 and rock out. So they wanted somebody. So that was probably in their brief that it's kind of this character that's supposed to sound like a young rock kid. Cool. And uh, so I went in to do the do the session for the company that I already had a relationship with because I did
0: Domino's Pizza delivers and some oh, other
1: love it. jingles for that for that company, uh, and they you know they wrote the song based on the brief that they got and we discussed it and what it kind of should sound like and we looked at the the video of the Japanese show and we were like okay looks kind of like Speed Racer which is a big yeah. big, big show I love Speed Racer so good. Uh, and, uh, that was it. Just hit it, hit it and see what they like, see if they like it. And mm-hmm. they liked it. They needed to change a lyric here and there and, uh, revised it. And then eventually got to gotta catch them all was the one that they, they chose. Yeah. And, uh, then it went on the, on the TV show. The TV show actually got good response Yeah. and they decided because of such a great response from the TV show. And of course the product launch and all of the
0: totally hubbub
1: around it to do and make a record of songs inspired by the tv show Mm -hmm. and they did a whole album of to be a master and an extended version of the theme song which was the the signature song of that album that was the number one album yeah it was played on radio disney record amount of times yeah you know all of the all of the billboard charting and all of that stuff happened to it but it all comes from the jingle world, ultimately, the music houses that create corporate music for companies that are selling their products or promoting their, you know, their events.
0: That's so cool. What a like in the grand scheme of things to think about that, you wouldn't see that path as clearly, you know, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. The Pokemon, the Pokemon ecosystem is
1: filled with independent creators, uh, that are, that are outside of the Pokemon's control. Most of what you see of Pokemon are created by just people that love it and want to do their own thing. And then they license some of the properties to make their own Pikachu dolls or to make their own Pokemon cups or to make their own costumes or to make their own even tops licensed to make the cards. Like everybody, uh, Legendary Pictures makes to take a Pikachu. Pokemon is a giant IP that licenses out to so many people. And that's where the creativity
0: really right. happens uh,
1: there's musical you know pokemon channels and there's music people making yeah. and uh, there's just so many things that people have done taken into their own hands to do creatively inspired by the product but in the very beginning it's all a uh, it's all a paid it's all sure. a paid production you know right. now they could probably find a 1000 different original pokemon songs that people would gladly <laughs> submit to be the new, well, new Pokemon theme. I've even done two of my own original Pokemon songs just for fans. They're great. Because of uh, enthusiasm having nothing to do with Pokemon, completely mm-hmm. unofficial,
0: mm-hmm. and,
1: uh, and, and g- received great value and given great value to the ecosystem from, from that. I mean, it, sure. know, po- the po- my Pokemon Go theme, and I did a Detective yep. Pikachu theme as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, I remember. So hats off to the Pokémon ecosystem that continues to to create amazing things all over the place.
0: Yeah. H- how long did it take you to like realize how big of a deal it was? Cuz if you're going in like you you've been doing jingles and they're like, "Hey, we got you for this gig." And then you're like, "Oh, oh."
1: <laughs> um at the time, we were deep into the this- third or fourth year of Lego mania. -mania. Oh,
0: yeah. Right. So
1: Lego mania was huge. And every time I turned on the TV, there was a Lego mania commercial with Lego
0: mania. Even if they didn't (laughs) do the whole song,
1: (laughs) it was a full song. But that that little clip was in was in tons of commercials. So I knew that my voice had been spread far and wide far and wide
0: oh (laughs) i'm
1: seeing it each lego set to understand (laughs) (laughs) so uh any one of these things could be a giant a giant situation so i'm always going in to every session trying to go for the grand slam Mm
0: -hmm. giving
1: it my all because i can i see how how much effect it has had uh, from other sessions that i've done and that and that was I started doing jingles in about 1995 and this is 98. So three years of a hundred plus sessions a year, maybe more, two to three sessions a week. Ooh. So I have d- already done six or 700 sessions. Wow. So 50, 50, you know, 200, 300. Yeah, I've been, I've been done. I had done hundreds of sessions at this point. Sure. 50, 50, 50, whatever. Uh, nuts and you never know what what each one is going to be so
0: sure.
1: that was uh, the grand slam w- was was recognized when it was on products everywhere the little theme song would play out of a pikachu that was being sold in blockbuster video when you walk oh, in
0: oh yeah the the motion
1: sensor would see you and it would go Pikachu! Yeah. and then you walk by it again it would go got to you more, pokemon and then the, so there were, <laughs> they'd have these things in Blockbuster. And there was like a dozens of them in the front of the store. So you would just get blasted
0: with the theme. <laughs> You're surrounded you by your in. own voice. <sighs> and I was like,
1: this is this is just out of control. And uh, I, I can't believe how huge this thing is. And, and right. nobody knows it's me. And yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not getting paid for this Pikachu here.
0: Right. It's crazy. Right. Uh,
1: What am I going to do about it? How can I? Sure. How can I figure this out?
0: (laughs) That's a funny existence that I feel like not a lot of people have that experience where you're surrounded by your own voice in so many things because it's so, you know, everywhere.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, we have to we have to really be comfortable with
0: ourselves in
1: order to be (laughs) successful. And we have to really love ourselves. It's a form of self-love
0: sure <laughs> in a way,
1: maybe i loved myself so much that i manifested the world just blasting me at me that's right yeah <laughs> as much as possible no no you have, no. To, reap I mean, what, you have more, to reap
0: what you sow now
1: <laughs> but yeah. in my case i'm not i'm not recognized for it it's just an anonymous thing that's a that good point. I'm serving the product and sure they're not blasting me nobody knows it's me that's being blasted at me Right. Until now, until the past few years, when I've actually made an effort to introduce myself to those who who may have already known, heard me. Sure. I'm actually a human being, not just this thing that occupies their imagination and their past. Right. Yeah. Like the like the singer of here he comes. Here comes speed racer. He's a demon on wheels. It's true. I don't know that guy. Where's that guy?
0: I'll find. Him. I want that guy's I'll get autograph. Him, I'll get him, get on, him, the on, show. Get him on the show. That's what I'll do. <laughs> this is the service I provide, Jason.
1: <laughs> that like, would be interesting.
0: Yeah. It's like you definitely, know, definitely. The, I I used to joke that like my my show, what I would do is I'm like, you know, that person that you love, well, here's them. Like you don't right. know that you love them, but you do love them, and here you go. That's so. That, I, that's exactly it. I I've tuned into quite a few of your live streams, and they're super fun. And uh, I'm wondering when. Wait, so you grew up singing. Did you grow up playing instruments as well? Because you're really good at guitar. Um,
1: guitar happened uh, as an extension of the bait. Oh, you know, my first instrument was the casio VL tone. It was oh, yeah, guy this big the... it was 13 keyboard. inches. It had a little keyboard and had a doop, 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 doop. yeah, that little beat had five little beats you could do and five little instruments you could do. And I remember playing little songs on that then my band uh brought me to the bass because there was nobody playing bass cool and already one of my friends was the guitar player and his brother was the keyboard player we had a drummer so I went down to pawn shop on 56th street and 8th avenue bought a bass began playing the bass and then that led to guitar and uh the keyboard really started to expand once I had to figure stuff out in college I needed I studied jazz voice at NYU oh, and cool. I needed to figure out the chords to teach myself the jazz songs. so I started learning you know more complicated piano chords and stuff and and also that that translated to guitar so and drums are a natural extension of being in rehearsal and wanting to jam out after the drummer left <laughs> yeah. he was having <laughs> so much fun you wanted to get over there and bang those drums too so you learn sure. all the instruments when you're in there. If you have a drummer that doesn't tell you, yo, man, get off my drums. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which I, we had a drummer like that <laughs> for a while. <laughs> no, man, don't touch. I told you, don't touch my drums. That's right. Dude, you why you're beating on them, banging them. You don't manage to look man. anybody touch my drums. <laughs> <laughs> that's but yeah, fun. that's that's my instruments. And and it's just the interest in music, you know, you sure you pick up other instruments. Uh, my dad played saxophone, so I'm able to sort of figure that out a little bit. Sure, that a little bit, and and anything that is an instrument, I will try to play Get at it. least
0: for the fun of it. I just found out what a, a jaw harp was like mm. a month ago. I was like, "What is this?" Immediately bought one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're so cool. That's exactly what it sounds like. It sounds like that, yeah. Yeah, they're so cool. I was like, "What
1: is yeah, this that... little
0: weird instrument?" I like it.
1: Yeah, but... it's also can hold it, It's a roach clip. You can smoke weed joints with it. You put a little. Oh, one that's in so there. smart. You're right. That's what I thought it was when I first <laughs> saw one of those.
0: It's a, it holds a lot of things. You know, you can do whatever you need. It's multi-purpose. Yeah. <laughs> multi-purpose, a multi-tool. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> ha- have you oh, ever walked into uh, like people doing karaoke? To the pokemon theme song because i find it's pretty popular yes
1: uh there was a there was a. Ge- I was doing uh, a, the only pokemon related tour that i've done was with uh, a group called vgl video games live they play video oh, yeah. game music all across the the world that understood score of your favorite video games with a giant orchestra yeah, and the video screen of the game and graphics from the game. Anyway, after that gig, I, I came out as the encore and sang the Pokemon theme song. Oh, cool. After that, at one of the bars in the area, there was a dude who had been at the show. And when he saw me came in, come in, he ran to the karaoke machine and, and signed himself up for for the Pokemon Get theme it. song. And then he started doing the theme song and announced that I was there. And then, you know, people pushed me up to go sing with him. And yeah. the dude was horrible. It was, it was <laughs> oh, so no. bad. And I was like trying to sing, like I was trying to sing with him and he wouldn't he wouldn't even let me sing. He was like, he was, <laughs> he was hogging the mic and I'm like, I dude. just want you here. <laughs> I'm singing with you here. You're gonna let me fucking sing with you.
0: It's really funny. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you part it's a, of this.
1: <laughs> it's a very hard song to sing. Uh, when you're yeah. in the sessions, you're you're punching in. You don't have to sing it all the way through. There's I've never had to perform oh. a song in a session. You don't go all the way through. Almost, almost I didn't never. Didn't know that. Really? You know, you go piece piece at a time. And oh. um, and of course, this this song, we only had the first verse. To right. do anyway. So <laughs> if anything, I only sang the first verse in the first course. Uh, so when I when it came time to actually perform the song live, which I think the first time was uh at Comic Con in 2016, Stan Lee's Los Angeles Comic-Con. Right. I got asked to 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 come there and be part of the finale party where one of the, the band that was playing uh, Flux Capacitor played all great of these name. incredible things. Yeah, they're great. They're, they they all dress this back to future guys oh, and sweet. they play all the great songs from that that era. Um, and I had to rehearse with them and I went down to rehearse and it was and it was the first time I actually had to sing the song all the way through. I was like, this is a this is a hard song to sing. <laughs> this is this, this is, is a lot. I'm going to have to work. <laughs> This technique out so that I can get through this and make sure I hit it right because these people have high expectations. Yeah. <laughs> if I come out now, I can't sing the song. They're going to be this is going to be great disappointment, the embarrassment you of sure. your childhood. I'm yeah. embarrassed. <laughs> my, ch- ah, my childhood is ruined. Actually, I did get many comments like that. I did re sing it, but not live uh-huh. uh, for some YouTube videos. Uh, sure. You might know about the Ron Paul. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pokemon theme sure. was the first time I, I actually used the song and, and tried to do it again in any capacity. Sure. Uh, and there were comments that were, you know, devastating comments that people left, like, you just destroyed my childhood. I can't believe he's doing this. <laughs> my whole childhood wrecked, just cracked, in my yeah. childhood. things like that. Oh,
0: of course, people. most of the
1: comments were positive. But right. Right. But yeah, if I were to come out and not be able to sing this this song, Sure. It, it, it would have been. It would have been very, uh, very,
0: very bad. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You'd you'd have to come up with some sort of excuse, like walk away with like your back twisted up, be like, oh, "Sorry, I did oh, something." I it,
1: I <laughs> yeah, it. or just bring it, put it in another key. Which, you yeah, know, I like to change. I like to change it up and do it in different ways. But uh, sure, you know that that VGL was a very charged experience.
0: I bet. Um, and karaoke is also a very charged experience. So. Yeah, yeah. Have you done that, it at karaoke? I've done, done it. To? I've done it once in my life. I am a terrible singer. Um, I, I am much better on like you know an instrument uh, and things like that. And uh, you know, once was enough for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, <laughs> but, okay.
0: But I always have that like idea of like when I go to karaoke or I see people doing it, everyone that goes up. I always think about like in the movies, you know, when it's like, oh, it's just another person. But then every now and then it's Lady Gaga, you know, we like. Right. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> not them, but like somebody that's really, really good, you know? Yeah. 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 I d- yeah. Uh, when I appear in
1: public and sing. A- and reveal that I'm the Pokemon theme singer, whether it be by singing the song or just telling people. Sure. They don't believe me. So. Really? <laughs> I can walk up to somebody and go, got to catch them all, Pokemon. And they'll be like, yeah, that was really good, dude. Yeah, yeah man, good impression. Sounded, that's really good. And I'll be like, yeah, that, I, that's me. I sang that song. And then they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I, I just heard you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, No, 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 I, I sang the actual original song. That's my voice. You yeah, sure? right. Yeah. Uh, there's no way and I'll I have to go to the YouTube and
0: right the videos to like,
1: people uh, they will not they don't believe it <laughs> they don't believe it so and i can understand because this is something that just exists in their imagination sure and their and their memory it doesn't exist as an artist out there playing that they That's would true. know about That's which true. is uh, giving it the opportunity to blossom in their in their minds like what what if i mean even uh, greatest case michael jackson sang the pokemon theme song right and then Michael Jackson came out with a video where he was dancing and singing the Pokemon theme song, it would take you away from the show and the sure. ecosystem that's built off of the enthusiasm people have. They right. would just be thinking, oh, it's Michael Jackson.
0: Right. Yeah. You it's hear that, Michael Jackson, yeah. Right.
1: It's about him. So yeah. so it's so it's, it's unlike any other type of of uh, cultural song phenomenon. Sure. That that people identify with, uh, you know, it's sure. unlike, you know, uh, let it be, let it be, let it be, let it be. Right. You think of Paul McCartney, let it be right. John Lennon, Ringo Starr, George right. Harrison.
0: It, that's I, what you're thinking of. I think that's why it's important to give credit where it's due, in my opinion. Like when you see like a uh, creature performers in movies and stuff like that, when you're like, you know, this character, but like that's Andy Circus. Right. You know what I mean? It's like there's this thing, or like that's Ahmed Best, or like these are the people in those suits that you love so much. You know, Admiral Ackbar? That's Tim Rose. Ah, yes. Hence, hence, hence the popularity of Comic Cons
1: and the absolutely that appear at Comic Cons all the time. Absolutely. Hence, the the value of them maybe putting my name at the end of the TV series so that people would know. I agree. I agree. Even though they they didn't, but. That's Hence true. the maybe maybe allowing the artist of the Pokemon theme to be registered as Jason Page yeah. instead of Pokemon on my main Pokemon video. When you post a video with the Pokemon theme song, mm-hmm. it, when you post a video with a Michael Jackson song, it'll say artist Michael Jackson right? publishing company. And then all this, list all the publishing companies right there. It's automatically programmed the algorithms. Of websites, and that's right. how, how they distribute the, con- the, the, the content and, and manage the copyright. Sure. That information is embedded, and the information about the Pokemon theme song does not include me as an artist. So, uh, thank you for reaching out to me to, of course, you know, at least for, your, for, for, for this reason to give credit where credit is due. It's what I do. And I'm still taking that credit a little tiny bit at a time.
0: through rightfully These kinds so. of interviews.
1: Yeah. And rightfully rightfully to claim so. my rightful place.
0: Boom, <laughs> boom! look at us. We're, we keep finding these ways, Jason. It's right Magic. <laughs> yeah, I love it. So, yeah, as, so as someone who's been like doing this for a while, do you have like, do you have any advice for somebody who wants to do like as a singer or as someone who wants to get into the jingle game or like doing what you're doing? Um, the advice is
1: adaptation. You must Ooh. adapt to new environments, new scenarios, and uh, self-reliance and adaptation. In the beginning, at least the beginning of my world mm-hmm. of, of getting into the professional session singing world, I already could sing. I've already been in bands. I knew what I was doing in the studio, but I didn't. That, that where, where, how can I find the opportunities? Uh, my sure. friend and I made a demo tape of jingles we produced and wrote and created on our own. Oh, cool! They weren't even thirty or forty-five seconds. They were just random times. We didn't even think to make them yeah. the same time <laughs> as what a commercial would be. Right? <laughs> we didn't. That wasn't even part of it. We just, did sure. them, just however long it was, we made it. Sure. Uh, we put it on a t- cassette tape and we started giving it out to people. With saying, hey, brick house Productions, we are doing jingles. If you need anything? Let us know. We yeah. did it on our own for free, put it out there, and then people who wanted to hire us started hiring us. Mm-hmm. Of course, that template is a little different now, sure uh, because you're not on cassette tape, but That's you true. can still do it on your own and put out, yeah, the things to the people who are potential employers. So you adapt to the to the changing uh, recording environment. Which, sure. which at this point allows you to do almost everything you need to do to be a voiceover artist or a jingle singer on a cell phone. Yeah. I have been doing sessions in the past few months on my phone. Really? A, an app called band lab cool. lab allows you to download loops, download license-free things. Uh, you hmm. can, you can download tracks, you can download whatever you want. You can create tracks. You can, you can, plug in little keyboard instruments and this microphone is actually gets plugged in through the phone through usb to get a A, a very good signal and you make your own your own what you want to be an opera singer download some opera tracks and start singing opera yeah. If you want to be a a composer, you want to do dubstep, download some dubstep programs, do them on your phone and start sending them out. Make your networks because there's many networks you can join online mm-hmm. to distribute your music all by yourself. Uh, my music is – some of my music is distributed by DistroKid, which puts cool. it out to all the platforms. Just like you, you're a blogger.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: get on one of those distribution platforms, and now your blog is on tons of places. You You, you basically just do it on your own. Create your own –
0: Yeah, your own
1: ecosystem now and don't wait for some other people to hire you to do something do the thing you want to do on your own if you if your whole goal is to just be hired by somebody then find out what it is that that person needs and just make a whole bunch of those things and keep making them till they're so good that that person (laughs) has got to hire you to do it
0: yeah that's Uh, great advice especially in this like environment that we live in now with the internet it made the world super small so you can means, get your signal out there you don't have to like show up at their door anymore and be like here's a link to my things right There's no excuses anymore you know here's a here's a tape here's yeah. a cassette tape
1: <laughs> that literally we're bouncing you know the full length of the tape in real time 20 minutes to bounce a copy to this yeah this, you gotta walk it up to this jingle house and knock and say hey here's our thing you know i mean it's really you that still works if you can get people in person that's a that's still oh, a great sure. way to do it because totally. face-to-face you could give them your your link or your mp3 let me email you my
0: website yeah. <laughs> right now
1: right while we're here listen to it you know
0: that's right that's right and you put like a there's that connection as well face-to-face you have that like oh right you're not just a name or a thing anymore you're a person it, it does right. something there makes you more memorable and the
1: online opportunities are just it, there's a Ten, there's a million times more online opportunities.
0: Than oh yeah,
1: there are face to face,
0: hundred percent, and there ever
1: were face to face. So somewhere in there is your, are your people, your yeah, your you you only need a thousand of them. If you've yeah. got a thousand good followers, good customers, you know then and they're giving you fifteen dollars a month for your Patreon, dude, you got fifteen thousand dollars a month oh. right there. Yeah I mean, that's a, that's that's a, a serious good chunk amount. of change.: That's, a, that's yeah. a good chunk of change from only a thousand people. Good, uh, true. So you don't need to be the, the world-renowned, famous artist with you know tens of millions of followers in a record company selling millions of albums. Sure. To make more money than you would have made 20 years ago with that record, because you're paying, paying all that money back to the My record deal of my band before the jingle situation, mm-hmm. 1992, 91, 92 was with a band called What's Up. Great name. Right here, become, it became a TV show after the band. Oh, even better. Uh, faltered. Uh, but we, we were signed by Imago Records uh, and they gave us all in all about a million dollars over the course of a year, half a million dollars in Uh, album costs and recording costs, and then another half a million dollars between uh, keeping us going for that year and severance pay and all kinds of other stuff Mm -hmm. that happened. And so we made no money off of that. that, Right. We just basically spent money. Had we made money, we would be paying back all of that money. Sure. (laughs) Because we were dropped, we didn't have to pay that money back. But, But we basically had a million dollar record deal and was able to distribute that to get 250 a week per band right. member for, you know, a couple of years from sure. that. A- and, and you could make 250 a week, a lot easier online. Now, right. having 250 followers gives you a dollar, right? You know, That's you, a good point. You could with a, with a major record deal for a major record company, with major producers and major, major album budget and major studios hit factory mm-hmm. record plant all these amazing places we were in we, our pr- album was produced by Bernard Edwards who was the producer of uh, chic and a, and a whole bunch of other oh right on uh, amazing albums uh, Robert Palmer yeah um, he did a whole bunch of other great things he he passed numbers of years after but just saying do it your own way
0: yeah. and
1: you you you
0: can't fail if you just keep going. I love it. I think that's the best advice you could give to an artist. Just keep doing your thing. Your people will find you.
1: I, I think it's not just artists. It's a, it's everybody. Everybody yeah. that has a has a a desire to do something. A business, entrepreneurs, or even yeah, even people that want to be wage slaves. Yeah, just keep keep going till you find that 7-Eleven that's going to hire you.
0: Yeah, I agree. But no, I I think it. I think that's great advice. I really do. I think a lot of artists, especially with the context of the internet, knowing that now you don't really have an excuse anymore. If you want it, there's platforms for it. Go out and get it. Do your thing. Yep. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Absolutely. That is, that, that's a message.
0: I love it. Do you collect any Pokemon stuff. Uh, so I was, I'm a big fan of Squirtle. Mm-hmm. I like Squirtle a lot. So I had some Squirtle things here and there. Growing up, I had like all the cards. I was way into it. I was at that age. I was born in 91. Mm-hmm. And so like I was probably 8 when I started watching Pokémon so it was like the perfect perfect day. Do you have up. any
1: from the ba- any back in the day uh, items yeah, that you not within you preserved
0: not within mm-hmm. arm's reach but and my dad was one of those people that was like this is something so he bought so many cards <gasps> and has them in binders like Yes still still yeah. Oh dude, that's great. Phenomenon. Like original holographics. And he would have so many of them because you know he was an adult. And so he'd have like three holographic Charizards. And we're his kids and we're like, Dad, can we have those cards? And he's like, Nope. No. Good for <laughs> him. Do do? <laughs>
1: Basically, my past six months have been uh investing in the Pokemon card collecting communities and Smart. offering, you know, the the autographs on on cards.
0: Smart. Yeah, I've seen those. And
1: and I've got some. I've got some vintage Squirtles.
0: Oh that, hell that yeah! Some somebody gave
1: me from get the it. you know the not the first set, but
0: the right sh,
1: the, right after the Shadow ones. Sure. And I've been signing those, and people are people are. I, I, I had no idea. Like a Comic Con, I get it. There's sure. all these people there. They don't know who I am, but I have a big sign, and then they kind of get online and they get autographs from people. Sure. And that's that's one thing. But but what you have on on the in the card collecting groups are people that are transacting with tens of thousands of dollars worth of really valuable merchandise so they're building yeah. these trust these trust based groups that mm-hmm. are policing for, for any you know any any scammers so that these groups can trade these cards and really like capitalize on the value that they've been sitting on and yeah. that's emerging now because of a 25th anniversary and sure. Logan Paul buying a two hundred thousand dollar card, and just the idea yeah. that that these collectibles are not going down in value. People are understanding that it's a good investment. It's easy to manage. You put it in a in a climate controlled case, and uh, and just wait. Just and wait. Twenty five years later, your your four dollars is forty thousand dollars. Isn't that it's, nuts? Fucking nuts. Jeez. So I'm just sad that I didn't get in or get in yeah. earlier <laughs> on the investment part. But yeah. I'm I'm very glad to know these communities now exist. They're very sure. robust. They're really responsive, and they're they're apolitical. There's no politics sure. with Pokemon. It's just sharing value, sharing the imagination, mm-hmm. creating new new products and art based around it, and you know just. It, it's just really cool. And, and it's financially yeah. motivated too because people are securing their children's college yeah. tuitions or, or their house down payments when they don't want to go to college. And yeah. <laughs> really don't need to do that at this point.
0: That's right. Uh, That's right. But dude, we've been talking for over an hour already. We did it. Look at this. Yes, we have. How long are your podcasts normally? Usually about an hour. Oh, there we, you go. We made it. We did this together, Jason.
1: We did it. We did it together. Wow.
0: This was so fun.
1: I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to just, you know, freestyle like this. Yeah, so, no, None of this, let your audience know, none of this has been scripted.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's they know no by Im- now. <laughs> it, it's an improv. It's a complete and total improv. That's right. It's a whole lot of yes ands. <laughs> yes and. Yes and. I love it. But, dude, before I let you go, I got to ask, uh, where can people find you online to reiterate my sentiments that you're fantastic?
1: Uh, you can find me at jasonpage.com. Love it. Uh if you just do slash shop, you can find all of the nostalgic burst of co- Pokemon cards right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh my YouTube channel. Uh I'm trying Fantastic. to preserve by eliminating all uh potentially censorable content. So sure. it'll be up there <laughs> as a pure Pokemon channel. Okay. Um the rest of my thoughts will be available on podcasts like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In case there's any censorship that happens, it'll be on the blockchain-based uh, platforms. I'm on Minds.com. I'm on Library, LBRY. Cool. I'm on uh, BitChute. I'm on Steemit. And uh, I think about getting on Float. Oh, there you go. Uh, and, a, and a couple of other ones that are happening. Uh, I search under my name on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. as well. But the top three... Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube are uh, are the main places you can find most of the Pokemon content. When I you love it. When you want to find the more in depth Jason Page content, you'll have to go to the other platforms. Oh, one last one. What's your favorite Pokemon? Yeah. Uh, I don't have favorites. Oh, when you have yes, favorites, yes. you limit yourself. You limit yourself. Ooh, it's like good point. saying, Oh, I only like apple. My apples are my favorite fruit. And then you miss all of the other mineral the minerals and the vitamins from all the other things. So That's a good I, answer. I have experiences, not favorites.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. It's a very it's a very solid answer. I'll allow it. it. I'll allow it because <laughs> we're friends. There we go. Yes, hey. yes. So let's do
1: this again. You know, Anytime. on your next in your next uh when you when you get that next platform and things happen done and we need more things to share i'm i'm back for you bro
0: yeah you, bro. i love it and... Hello friends, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at BrianBalance.com. There you'll find all my demos and a bunch of other fun stuff. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps and is greatly appreciated. Let the people know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. Speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search the interesting podcast on tpublic.com to get you some sweet gear. I've also got a Patreon, so if you'd like to support the show more directly, you now have that option over at patreon.com slash brian. On that note, special thanks to Bernice, Chris, Ben, Jim, Daz, Kelly, Daryl, and Victor. Your support means so, so much, and I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.